Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, September 22nd. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the red hot Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you, Andrew? Are you done counting all your money from this past weekend? Yeah, it was a great weekend in football. Uh, had a lot of fun with the members. Uh, so uh, I, feel, I miss NBA uh, after a day off here on Monday. Yeah. With no NBA, I miss it. So I'm, I'm excited to get back on here with you and get back into the groove with NBA. I'm fired up. I mean, it's it's tough now not having the games every single day. Now that we're down to four teams, it's going to be rough because uh, definitely missing it. And then, you know, we do MLB. Obviously, I provide for MLB. And this is the last week of the regular season for them, too. So big change is coming uh here with with everything going on so uh but we've got all we got it all we're seven days a week as everybody knows and uh we're excited to go over this slate there are a few changes in this game uh with salaries that are going to change i think some of our strategy so before we dive in i want to thank our presenting sponsor that's betus.com.pa they are one of the most respected if not the most respected uh, book in the industry. They've been around more than 25 years. I've been a member there for 13 and they are fantastic. Uh, they are taking good care of us here at Coach Talk. We have our own dedicated line to our man Jensen there at BetUS and uh, tremendous offer. They're uh, 125% uh, all the way up to 2000 bucks uh, as far as your free play on your initial deposit. So check them out at betus.com.pa, or you can go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, and click on the banner that says 125% match. you got to love it. All right. The highly anticipated game three here of the Denver Nuggets and the L.A. Lakers. I guess the storyline is, yes, Denver's a comeback, kids. Uh, they've come back from 3-1 and two in a row. Uh, however, they've not been down 2-0. They were tied 1-1 in both of those series and then went down 3-1 and then won three in a row both times. So a little bit different feeling, I think, for them uh, in this game as far as the possibility of going down 3-0. And then that definitely feels a lot more unsurmountable than, than 3-1. So I think Denver you know, puts everything on the line here. Um, and I know I've been in the corner of stacking Lakers, specifically James and Davis, and it's paid off in the first two games. However, I'm going to make some changes here based on the pricing and based on the, the situation. If there's a game that L.A. relaxes just a smidgen, I think it would be this game. And Denver's going to pull out all the stops. And we've seen them in, quote, unquote, somewhat of an elimination game like this one is, play their guys enormous minutes. So are you thinking the same way, or what is your mindset going in? Well, that's the way I'm leaning. I am a little bit concerned about Denver here with the way that they lost game two. I mean, that was a, a dagger. It was a, it was a gut punch. Yeah. For AD to hit that three, you know, because they had game two right there. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, they it was they were thinking, all right, it's tied up at one. By the way, 
when Murray had that ball in the corner, I mean, if he just throws it up in the air or if he's able to save it to Millsap, yeah. I mean, that was like inches away from, you know, the, the, the buzzer going off and it actually being tied 1-1 and AD never getting that shot. So they've just got to, like I said, it's such a gut punch. So, you know, they are going to have to dig deep, you know, all the way to get back in there and, 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 and stay in this one. So it, it does make sense with all the comebacks they've had so far that they'll be able to do it again. But this is maybe as big of a challenge as, as any. I agree 100%. I mean, I felt from the beginning of this, and I made it you know, real well known on our, our uh, podcast here, it was a little frosty about it, you know, calling L.A. sweep. You know, you know that you know that they're going to do it if Barkley is even guaranteeing stuff. <laughs> he was, did you see him on there sweeping the floor on TNT? Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he had the broom out sweeping <laughs> for like five minutes. So, but, you know, I, I still feel the Lakers are going to sweep this. And I agree with you. I mean, that, that was a hellacious way to lose. I mean, just got to take all the steam out of you. But uh, I just think the Lakers are better. I think they'll sweep. But, you know, I do think Denver is going to get more opportunity for their main big, you know, dudes in in Jokic and and Murray specifically uh, just because of the situation. And, uh, you know, they're they're smart enough to know whether they're they're comeback kids or not that 3-0 down to the Lakers, you know, wearing the the Mamba jerseys and all of this momentum and they're rested. Whew, good luck with that, you know. Yeah, and so you know, as we start to look at how we're going to translate that into building lineups, I, I do agree it makes sense to project the possibility that the Lakers let their foot off the gas just a little bit, relax just a little bit, and Denver if they really come out strong, you know, maybe they'll be able to either win it or keep it close. And as you said, I do think the Denver guys will play huge minutes. So I am also looking at Jokic and Murray. Or, you know, at least one of them with not both of the other guys for the Lakers, not AD and LeBron. And, you know, one thing and one thought I'm having is, don't you think it's been kind of a long time since we've had an Anthony Davis situation where he gets like scratched on his you know, <laughs> his socks and he goes to the locker room for like 15 minutes? I mean, we haven't had anything like that in quite a while. Well, this last game, you know, I stood up right on the on the sh- the podcast. It was the first time he wasn't on the injury report forever. Right. So yeah, I, it is pretty bizarre. There's there's no doubt that uh, you know he could snag a nail and have to head uh, for a quick filing into the locker room. Yeah. We don't know, but yeah. Uh, now we say that, and the guy just stuck a eye oh, hole I mean- three. God, what a shot that was. Oh, it's oh. tremendous. He's, a, he's an amazing player. Woo. But that's the other part of it is psychologically, he's got to feel great after that amazing performance, that huge shot, probably the biggest shot of his career. Oh, you know, oh, he yeah. might just sort of take it easy a little bit and say, all right, you know, I'm feeling good. I'll just cruise along here. You know, that was the big moment I, I needed. I don't need to, you know, prove anything today after after that game. So he might also just step back naturally a little bit and, you know, the, both of those reasons together, I'm sort of thinking about ways to fade him. I'll tell you, though, man, I, you know, nobody really talks about it because he's never been on a, a, a real winner, a, a playoff deep run, uh, you know, in his career. 
So, you know, this is all new territory for him. And I think if anybody has a chip on his shoulder, it's him. Because I think that people, you know, started saying, well, he's not good enough to carry his team to a deep playoff run. And let's face it, guys like LeBron, that first year he went to the playoffs was with the like some terrible players. I mean, right. there's guys on that team that you you know weren't even in the league for very long. So I think he's heard those rumblings. I think he's playing more of a purpose than anybody. And you know, from a DFS standpoint, it's funny when you're watching games. The guys that just scratch and claw for your DFS points, you just endear to them. Like, he will push his own guy out of the way for the ball. And, you know, he didn't <laughs> used to play like that all the time. You know, he, he would at times, but now he's just like, you know, if he doesn't get a shot like three times down the floor, he's clearing everybody out and screaming for the ball. And you got to love that from the DFS side. He is extremely hungry and has been super impressive. I think the guy that I keep trying to talk myself into fading is LeBron, which uh-huh. is really rough to do. I mean, he's LeBron for God's sake. So, uh, you know, but you can't roster everybody in this salary world. No. So you got to figure yeah. out how you want to do it. All right. We've been, uh, we've set the stage here. So let's go to the betus.com.pa uh, live odds here. And as of right now, we have the, the Lakers only six and a half point favor, so it's down a little bit. Over under still around two fourteen. It's been in that neighborhood every game, uh, so very interesting. Uh, I guess we got to start building this at some point. We can only stall for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me take the reins on DraftKings because I've got some thoughts on the captain spot over there. Okay, you know, looking at those four studs. There's enough of a price difference for Murray where my primary build so far, I've got him and I've got him as my captain. You know, you can save just enough money where if you want, you can still get two of the other three studs. And then you can start to look at your mid-tier guys and your value guys that you want to get in there. So that's that's the way I'm starting. Uh, Still playing around with it. Um, In in terms of some of the the other guys on Denver, let me break down their, their side first. Okay. Um, you know, there's been a, a couple different changes in terms of the minutes and who's playing when. Um, Porter and, and the way that they look. I think Porter looked really aggressive in game two. I liked how he looked the first time he got on the court in the first half. He started shooting good yeah. shots and scoring. I mean, he shot six for nine on the game. Yeah. Uh, finished with 15 points, four rebounds. He only played 20 minutes, so... Again, Malone is just not turning to him quite enough for offense. But, you know, another thing I saw that I liked was it looked like Murray was looking for him a little bit more. You know, I I think part of the reason Porter was complaining in the last series is because sometimes Murray and Jokic just play the two-man game and they really don't look his way in the corner. He just stands in the corner, doesn't touch it. They play two-man ball, and he got frustrated. But in this last game, there was that one possession where Coming up in the fast break, Murray hit him in stride, you know, kind of the most basic play in pickup basketball, push it up the wing, and the guy shoots a three. But Murray and Porter usually don't connect on those plays, but they did in game two, and it just jumped out at me. If if they're going to look to him more while he's out there, then that's a, that's a big boon for him. So 
you know, Porter is he's in the mix for me. I think they got to get more scoring. And then there's one other guy that there was a change with that you and I both noticed. So let's let's get into PJ Dozier here because he's the value play that I think is really interesting. You know, based on those changed circumstances where he played down the stretch, he played big minutes. Gary Harris wasn't on the court. It was PJ Dozier, you know, running the point. Murray was off the ball. And he can do a lot on both ends. He's he's long enough to defend guys, rebounds, blocks, steals. He's quick. He can score. He's aggressive. And he's only 1,400 on DraftKings and 6,500 on FanDuel. So yeah. I'm looking to get him in the lineup. What are your thoughts on him? You know, I, I think he's just an absolute no-brainer for GPPs. Uh, I don't know if I can pull the trigger in cash yet. I want to at that price because he barely has to get any points to get value for you at 1400. I mean, it's ridiculous, but you know, he's, he's played in the last two games, two games ago, 12 minutes. And even though he was the center of attention in this last game, he only played 14 minutes. Right. So, you know, that's, that's a huge red flag for me. Now Malone has a tendency to roll with, you know, who's hot or who the, the guy is that can make it. And I, you know, I think he could get 15 to 18 minutes in this game. I really think he will. And at 1400, I, I just, I think you got to play him because it allows the entire build. I, you know, I have a DraftKings lineup built right now with him in it, which I may use in cash. I'm hesitant. I got to make a final decision. But I don't have the other five guys are good. And right. it's with Anthony Davis as my captain. Yeah. So, you know, when you can play guys and make it happen like that, uh, maybe it's a gift that they just haven't adjusted the pricing and he could get 15 to 18 minutes. Now, on the, ne- on the, on the negative side, he's probably going to be highly owned and not really deservedly so with the amount of minutes he's played. And he could get eight to 10 minutes and get you five or six fantasy points at 40% ownership. And then, you know, it it can be an edge that you can play the other direction. But, you know, I think right now, if if I was forced to push the button to enter, I would have him as my last man in to make those other five guys work. And I still want to use AD as my captain. I'm, this is the third time in a row, uh, but I, like I mentioned earlier, I just see him playing with uh, a, so much different of a purpose than I've ever seen him play before. And, you know, I mean, he got slated on defensive player of the year. I still think he should have got it. I mean, you know, he's second banana to LeBron. He's not won anything in his career thus far. I mean, everything's playing his way and he hasn't been hurt. I mean, we complain because he is hurt all the time and we do, you know, everybody calls him a, a big baby, but obviously he's got to be having some of these injuries or or he wouldn't be sitting. And now he has none of them. So that's the other huge plus is, you know, he's going to play those big minutes. Uh, he's going to play a good chunk at center. And, uh, you know, I just, I want to start my lineup with AD again. That'll be the test is if he can do it three in a row. Uh, for you, uh, you know, certainly could happen, uh, but it, it is fun to play around with. And the, you know, the thing with Dozier is, as you said, 
those final two other guys you get in your lineup, you don't have to cringe quite as much. The oh, guys definitely. that are actually attractive. And, you know, as we flip over to the Lakers side, I want to mention one of the value plays over there, and it's Caruso. And I think he's what still a game teaching. he had. Oh, yeah, he's goodness. the other guy who looked great, aggressive Woo. on both ends. Um, you know, he did miss that three for the for the game winner before AD hit his. But, you know, just a real strong floor game for him. He, last two games, he's had 22 and then 29 minutes. And yeah. he's only 3,600 on DraftKings and Tell still re- still reasonable on, on FanDuel at 8,000. He, he's probably a much better play than Dozier, but he's $2,200 more on DraftKings. So, you know, it, you got to weigh that out. I, I mean, he's getting minutes. And I, I was down on Caruso for this series because I figured Rondo was just going to take all that usage. But they're still using him. But they're using both of them. Uh, they're both huge parts of, of this uh, run that they're on. So, you know, the, the thing with Rondo, though, is they've gone bonkers with his pricing. I don't, they've they've yes. overreacted. Right. They basically priced him right out of even being an option, in my opinion. So, you know, that, that makes it tough. But on, I want to mention on FanDuel, uh, Caruso's 8000 and Dozier's 6500 So it's, it's $1,500 difference there, but it's not as impactful, nearly as impactful as on DraftKings. Right. So for me, in a cash lineup, I would much rather go Caruso over Dozier on FanDuel and still a slight lean to Dozier over Caruso uh, on DraftKings. And I do think Caruso being, you know, that big dunk and, the you know, everybody, all the attention, I mean, people are going to be wanting to put him in there uh, as well. So you hate to play the sweetheart guys that everybody's just going to jump on now, you know, you know, everybody's going to want to put Dozier and Caruso in like they did Howard after game one and all that other stuff. So I'll tell you, you know, I get it, but we've seen it a million times over. You know, if you chase the foolish money, sometimes it doesn't pay off. You gotta, gotta have some balance. So I would, the only recommendation I would have is don't play both guys and take two shots like that in cash games for sure yeah that makes sense in cash so how about the the bench guys for the lakers what are your thoughts on kuzma and howard um howard his production went down a little bit there in game two but his minutes weren't down that much i mean you know it was something like 16 down to about 12 he just didn't have the splash plays um but kuzma or howard either of those guys interest you you know, I, I'm not. Uh, I was on Kuzma a little bit the last game, and I just, you know, he's so bland out there. He's just not one of the first options, you know. And his price at 5,200, just a little too high for me. And uh, even on Fanduel, you know, I just think his name. I mean, he's 10,000 on Fanduel. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm just not going to go there now. Howard, I think, is is reasonable play at that price. The problem is I, I had to take an extra blood pressure pill watching that game because he doesn't get in until halfway through the second quarter. Right. And they're not going to change the rotation. It's going to be, you know, McGee starting. Then you got the end of the first and that first half of the second quarter. Uh, they're going to have AD at center. And then he'll come tramping in there six and a half 
minutes and a half, and you're like, you know, you're, you got he's got to go nuts to get to your numbers. So, whew, I mean, I, I understand that play as well, and I prefer him over like a Kuzma or Gary Harris, you know, I, I, I just guys like that. But I don't know if I have the, the courage to sit there until mid midway through the second quarter to see my guy get in there when you're only rostering six people. Yeah. And and back to Kuzma, it's I, I can't believe the pricing on FanDuel, the fact that he's more expensive than, than Porter Jr. over there. Makes no yeah. sense. On DraftKings, it's in that price where you could consider it for a GPP. But, yeah. you know, he's still he's more expensive than KCP. He's more expensive than Danny Green. And those guys yeah. have been playing much better. You know, bigger yeah, and minutes. Much better. And he yeah. never gets more than mid-20s. I mean, you look 21, 24, 27, 22, 20. I mean, and he's just, again, they're not running plays for him. He's not a top option. Look at his, his DFS points. Last game, we, we thought he was going to step up 11.25, 16 before that. You know, four games ago, he plays 22 minutes. He gets eight fantasy points. I mean, that's not a guy that that's – that's taken advantage of the situation. I mean, let's face it. I, I I think he's a little overrated. Period. I think his name. Everybody expected him to be a star because when they were so horrendous before they had LeBron and Davis, they didn't have anybody else. It was him and you know a 125 pound Brandon Ingram. Like as a rookie, they didn't have anybody else to score. So I think that you know, expectation has just stayed with him. And for some reason in fantasy, he's consistently overpriced. Yeah, he is. So um, bottom line here is uh, we're going to have to play with these lineups to figure out where Dozier fits, who our captain's going to be, and how it's all going to shake out. I'm looking forward to it, to finalizing those lineups for our members. You know, I think I'm going to, give more info than I normally do. Okay. Just to share my thoughts with everybody here in my build, because this isn't slighting our members or anybody because I haven't finalized my lineup, but I'd, I'd like to share sort of the two ways I'm looking at this. And I, and also I want to get your opinion too. Okay. So I'm not saying this is what I'm playing because it's definitely not the final deal, but let me let me give you this and tell me tell me what you think. If you do want to play Davis at captain like I do, you can still fit in Murray and the Joker if you go with the cheap plays such as Dwight Howard, PJ Dozier, Jeremy Grant. That would get you to zero. So I'm not saying that's my lineup. I'm not giving a full lineup on DraftKings. We never do that. But I just wanted to give the guys and the thoughts because whether you finish that lineup with Howard and Grant or you use Caldwell Pope, Danny Green, uh, you can use Caruso. Is a, a lot of people will use him in one of those three spots. But my point in bringing those names up is they all fit under that salary if you use Davis, Murray, and Jokic. So I think there's two strategies to approach this slate. Strong with three out of the four best players, whether it's Davis, Murray, and Jokic, or if LeBron's in for one of those guys. Whether you, if you use those three and then find the three 
most value guys that you can to make your roster fit. Or the second option, and that's what I wanted to mention to you, is if I use Davis and use the Joker but not play Murray, that opens the door to all of you know the other four guys being made more up of the Porter Juniors, Rondos, and those kind of guys. So there's two approaches that I'm thinking. What, and I want to get your feel on which one you think is stronger. Now, cash-wise, it's probably smarter to go with two and then build stronger four. But I don't know. What do you think? GPPs, I'm leaning more towards the three studs okay. uh, on both sites. I, I think there's enough value because of Dozier, especially the, the guy that I'm looking at is the, the GPP guy to make everything else work. I, I think the three stud approach is best for from my perspective because it's just somehow the way it works out with the the changes in pricing um, that you can get you can fill out your roster with guys that you're even somewhat excited about um, and you know the, some of these to get multiple mid tier guys they just haven't been doing it I mean guys yeah. like Harris Millsap Grant. I mean, they're not, none of them are going for 30 fantasy points. No. So why pay up for those guys to get 20 if you can pay down to the other guys and get 20? I mean, the bottom line is we have two teams here that have two dominant players that get 75% of their DFS points. So it's impossible to roster all four. But if now that value is opened up enough to not have three of the four, seems like it might be a mistake. I think you may need three out of the four and not be able to wait. You know, what I've gotten away with thus far is being able to put Davis and LeBron in and then build a team around them, and it's worked out okay. You know, no huge takedowns, but it's worked out okay. But now it just seems like, I mean, if you remember the Denver game against Utah where he did not sub out the Joker or Murray for one second of the second half. I don't I don't know if that's not possible in this game. So, you know, I, I think you gotta you gotta go there because I agree with you. Unless somehow Porter has a big breakout game, I don't I don't think there's anybody else capable offensively of blow I mean, let's just look at it. I mean, it's it's not gonna be Millsap. He's to a certain extent, he's you know, Gary Harris, Monte Morris, Tory Craig, Mason Plumley. I mean, these guys are limited. And so, you know, if they're going to be in this game, it's got to basically be Murray and Jokic, unless you think Porter is going to get the opportunity that he hasn't had thus far in the playoffs. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the the Denver guys, they're more role players now, and I think it's going to be accentuated even more in this game. It's going to be Murray. It's going to be Jokic. The role guys are going to play their roles play defense, run the floor, shoot the occasional three. But I don't see them spiking for 35 fantasy points unless it's Porter getting you know more of an opportunity and having a big game. I'm, I'm with you. But, you know, the risk being, and, you know, the last thing I'll say on this was, you know, if you do roster those three guys and you do pick a couple of value guys, Howard only plays 12 minutes again and just gets in there to agitate, you know, the joker and gets 10 and P.J. Joe Dozier plays eight minutes and gets four, you're dead. Yeah. So, 
you know, you got to look at it from both sides here. There's a lot of risk, a lot of reward. It really does shape up as a, a, a fine GPP uh, entries. But man, for cash players like myself that want to bang heads, you know, for big bucks head to head, whew, it, it, it really makes you sweat here because you don't want to, you know, get a blank in there. Yeah, I think you'll have it sorted out by tip off. I hope so. Uh, you got, I'll tell you, <laughs> if you want to catch all of our thoughts tomorrow as we figure this out, you can catch us uh, throughout the day on Twitter. We're all at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Mr. Hansen here is at Language Olympic. And our man Sugar Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. And uh, real quickly here, before we finish up and sort of bring all this together, uh, let's hear real quickly from our presenting sponsor, BetUS. Wake up, sports bettors. You think you have the winner? Well, don't you think it's time to put your money where your mouth is and make some cash? Well, put down the beer and head to BetUS.com for a 125% bonus, putting you ahead instantly. You'll make each sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line. Earn bragging rights over all your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity. But more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, and basketball matchups. MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sports book is as welcoming to newcomers as BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up today with promo code COACHTALK to enjoy a 125% sign-up bonus up to $2,000, the best in the biz. Create an account to start making bets against the spread, future bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sportsbook in the industry is as committed to their users as BetUS. Sign up now and get on the winning side of the ball. All right. We're excited. The partnership with BetUS is awesome. Check those guys out. You cannot beat them. All right. So we're to the point here where we got to wrap it up and, uh, and prepare for how we're going to attack this tomorrow. We know the lines. Uh, there's no major injuries. Uh, we, we know what the rotations are pretty much going to be. It's just a matter of making some tough decisions here. And, uh, you know, I like the Lakers in this game. I don't think it's going to blow out for the reasons we said. And it just makes me want to play the guys that are guaranteed the big minutes for sure. Yep, I agree. All right. Um, we want to thank betus.com.pa. We want to uh, remind you, and we'll have Andrew, if you don't mind, because we're still in September. We have another week and a half uh, of, of this month. Uh, football's just two weeks in, but we do have an awesome fall special that Andrew has got this sucker down pat. So go for yeah. it. Yeah, jump in as a member with the fall special if you'd like. That'll take you through the end of the calendar year and give you a nice discount on our monthly membership. And it gives you access to all of our sports. In fact, all of our memberships do. That way, that's what makes us a little bit unique. W whatever length of time you choose, week, month, year, or the fall special, you get all of our sports, every slate. And then we give out full FanDuel lineups. 
We give a cash lineup, a GPP lineup, and on DraftKings, we give the coaches clipboard with some core plays and some pivots so you can f fill out your lineup. And for the NFL folks out there, our core plays on DraftKings this week, all of them were fire symbols. So it worked out great for our members. We had some takedowns, a uh, lot of happy folks, which makes us happy uh, as part of the DFS Coach Talk team. So we'd love to have you jump in and try it. Uh, just go to DFSCoachTalk.com and grab one of our memberships. And and to add to what Andrew's saying, you know, we cover four sports. We want to be the best of the best in the NBA, the NFL, PGA, and Major League Baseball. And we cashed in all four this weekend. We actually hammered some good uh, PGA uh, U.S. Open stuff, which was awesome. The guys did a terrific job with with football, Andrew and Shane. So shout out to them. And then we were able to to really get, do some damage uh, in, in an MLB slate this weekend. And also uh, this past evening, we had a little Giants mini stack that came through for us. Uh, top five percent lineup there in MLB. So, you know, this is a perfect time to jump in. Uh, you know, we're we. You have seven-day-a-week NBA podcast if there's games. Now we may not have it every day if there's not a game. But, uh, you know, we're giving we're, – we've got the – how many NFL podcasts per week now? Three. Three. So we got three, three there, and then we've got our PGA Wednesday uh, where we set up the entire uh, tournament as well. So catch us on any of those. If you're watching us right now on YouTube – this is the most important thing I'll ask you on this podcast. Please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and click the little alarm on the right-hand side there. That will give you an alert every time one of our podcasts posts. And we've got our folks, Brett and Bryce, behind the scenes editing and posting these at all hours of the night. So, you know, if you're a night owl or third shift or you're up in the morning early and you want to catch it, uh, the best way to know that it's a new one that, and that it's up is if you subscribe here on YouTube. You can also uh, listen everywhere podcasts are heard. We're on iTunes, uh, Google, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, you name it, we're on all of them. Uh, and we also have a contest. There's only eight more days. Uh, we give a, a month free membership. If you give us a five-star and a nice little review, just a couple words even on iTunes, or you give us uh, a thumbs up, good review on Spotify as well. Either one would qualify you. So that is it. Uh, our charity of choice here is always uh, mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Uh, we love that. It's a tremendous charity set up by the Bryant family. So that is it, my friend. Any final words? Uh, hopefully we gave people a really good base to look at here. Uh, follow us on Twitter, jump in Discord, and we'll finalize some rosters for you. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in and for your support. Fantastic. All right. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, have a, a great, great Tuesday. And uh, we will be with you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.